Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. A lot happened last night. What did you end up watching? Did you watch anything? Some basketball, some baseball? Your Timberwolves were on. I had a. I had to do a show. I ended up. Uh, I ended up doing a show, and then, uh, like at that point, none of the good basketball games that I wanted to watch was on. So I started a different book, and uh, Anthony Dewar. Doer? I don't know how to say his name. It's pretty good so far. World War II kind of setting. But uh, so I didn't watch shit. I read a book. I, I did an NFL show. I paid attention to NBA. I played a, I'm starting to play a little DFS just so I can get a little more involved in, in the NBA. It's been fun. I uh, did terrible two days ago. Did okay yesterday, which means almost broke even. Today the goal will be probably not to play because these two-game slates, I think – uh, you have to be really perfect, incredibly sharp. Maybe I'll just do some catch games today, but um, uh, I've enjoyed the, the the NBA. The NBA DFS has been fun. So I got involved in that a little. Watched a little baseball while I was here. Um, had the Astros money line, if you recall. That got home. Got a little dicey there. Um, sorry to over betters in that one. I think you deserved a little better, and we'll get to that. But uh, how did uh, – how did tennis go, total-wise? Tennis was okay. We um, had to push our one total. Bedoza's a quitter. She quit during the middle of the match. Oh, yeah, I remember just that. Just take her, her as a rank of beating. We lost our Mertens under, but got the over two and a half sets on Peg Bouchard. And I'm trying to remember what the other one was. That went well as well. I think uh, the Sabalenka first set overs. We didn't get the ten and a half, but we got the nine and a half. So with the two and a half sets, uh, made out with a little bit of money yesterday. That's always fun. Eked out a profit, reinvesting today, Guadalajara. This was the name of the Mexican restaurant in Brookings, South Dakota. Um, the, the Mexican, like not one of, it was the Mexican the. restaurant. Very good. It's about making me incredibly nostalgic for that joint. I don't even know if it's still open, but that's where they're holding tennis, and you're going back to the well with some first set overs. Yeah, a lot of these lines looking pretty good. Again, end of the season, a lot of data here. And after the first couple rounds, you get to kind of see how everybody looks at what their motivation level is. Everyone should be at this point pretty comfortable with, um, you know, the altitude and things like that. So looking through, I mean, if you wanted some money lines here today, Kudermatova at minus 210 against Ostapenko is probably a good parlay piece if you wanted to dump that in with something. Um that's probably the only one that sticks out. I might bet Sloan Stevens to be Caroline Garcia later, but the bet I do like, uh, Jesse Pagula is going to play Bianca Andreescu. This should be a great match. Um, the total sits at 22. The over two and a half sets is actually below plus 140, heading down to plus 135. Again, about as low as you see it for a WTA match. I think this first set is going to be an absolute battle. Um, we're looking at a 7-5 here. You know, maybe a seven six again. I'll probably go back just for FOMO and sprinkle a little bit of the twelve and a half. But a lot of seven fives for these women, a lot of six fours. So nine and a half was able to find that at, uh, even money, and then the ten and a half plus two eighty. There's some two fifties out there. Two fifties fine if that's all you have in front of you. So just a first set uh, total over there again. A couple other leans, and um, you can check the link on my profile on Twitter for all my plays if I do end up adding the Sloan Stevens play. But that's fifty fifty. Somebody, I think somebody wants MLS bets. Do they have oh, a no. tournament? I only do tournament, uh, tournament soccer. League, league soccer is impossible for me, at least. 
MLS looks like, oh, we got your Philly Union is a home favorite against the FC Cincinnati's. And then we have, oh, El Trafico. You've got Los Angeles FC versus Los Angeles Galaxy. <laughs> I always just bet that over because that's I how that, I bet. Man. Oh, they're playoffs? I don't know. Playoffs? Playoff, playoffs get a little dicey. Playoffs can be a little cagey. So maybe I'll, I'll take a look at that uh, LA, LA match. That's not until 2100 Central Time because I'm on Flash Score. I haven't been able to figure out how to change it not to military time. That is 10 Eastern, though, if you're unfamiliar with that system. MLS, MLS, MLS. Wow. MLB, though, that is actually a real thing that's happening in a popular league for some. Last night, like I said, I got my money line or my run line home, some plus money, which was a reinvestment of the under in the game five of the Yankees. Thanks to my friend, the Hungarian nightmare, Balash, Balash Paul. Um, talk great to pal. That. Great pal. So I won that. I won that. And then I'm re, re, reinvesting tonight in the Yankees Astros over seven. I got this at minus 105 at Lovig. I don't know if it's on the move. I'm going to assume it is just because I haven't seen a single GD person bet this under. So makes me feel good that other smart folks that actually handicap baseball are uh, on this, but I liked it regardless. These teams are two of the top four teams in the league as far as how many home runs they hit during the season. They hit a bunch, and maybe, maybe when they do so tonight, as they probably will have two or more, maybe some guys will be on base. These solo home runs make it harder to count to seven. So looking for some base runners, Verlander was good and the Yankees do strike out a lot, but just looking at the, you know, Frambler is maybe your ace. If you don't, if you want to knock Verlander down a, a notch, but he has a higher hits per nine. He has a higher, a much higher. He walks twice as many batters per nine as Verlander strikes out fewer per nine, obviously a higher whip, a higher ERA plus or a lower, whatever, a higher ERA. He's a very good pitcher. He's pitched a lot. He probably is their ace heading down the road going forward, but I like him to get roughed up a little bit by this Yankees lineup. Yankees should get three or four here. High scoring game. That's what I want. I have no idea what time this is. Is there an early game today? Baseball wise. I think the Philly no uh no the Phillies like, don't are, play the today. Phil's off, so. Tra- travel day for the Phil, right. so only one, just the one game. So this is 737 Eastern Standard Time. And I will be on this over. And since it's the only damn game, I'm using this in my uh Equinox Parlay 2 spoiler alert. You have to. I mean, it's I went with a little wimpier and in there, but when we get to the football game, I have a little better number that I put in there. Um NBA, though, pretty solid night overall. Again, just two and two. We got kind of hosed in that Sacramento-Portland total. A lot of missed free throws, a lot of poor play there, and we still were a few points away from cash in that one. So not a bad start to the season. And as kind of was the pattern last year, Andy, for some reason, the less games there are, the more bets I have. Um, we had 12 games last night. I had four bets tonight. There are two games, and there's something I like in each of them. Um, going to start with the Bucks sixers here. Uh, totals did really well towards the under last year and the season before, and you start to go back a little bit further, it's messy, but 
this is going to be the first real NBA season that we've had in a while. It's the full 82 games on the normal schedule with a full off season coming in. Um, I think teams are a little, you know, more physically ready for the season, a little bit fresher. They actually had preseason and real training camps and things. So scoring has been a little bit higher and it seems that whatever the rule enforcement they were trying to do last year with less calling less um, fouls on shooters, Maybe that's been pulled back a little bit. There was no announcement about that, but there's been a lot more fouls on three-point shooters these first couple days in some of these games than we saw early last year. And again, not that those are all the reasons that I'm making these bets here, but I look at this Bucks sixers total, and if the Sixers play anywhere close to where they did in game one against the Celtics team that defensively is just as good, if not better, than what this Bucks team is, they're going to put up a lot of points. The Bucks are happy to run here. Generally, these are high-scoring games. If you go back and look at um, historical matchups of the Bucks and Sixers, I had this total closer to 227 myself. So 223, 223 and a half. Maybe there's some 224s popping up. All those numbers are fine. Going to take the over tonight again. Expect the pace to be pretty solid. And the scoring has been very good. The Sixers draw a lot of fouls, and free throws are generally good for overs. So a lot of things building up towards an over here. And then the Clippers, you know, let's try to find some way to bet the Clippers. The spread's right around minus five and a half. They are the road team, but we're playing in Los Angeles. Same stadium. It'll just be Lakers colors tonight instead of Clippers colors for all the fans. And you know, five and a half on a neutral court, probably just about right. I'd probably maybe have the Clippers six, six and a half, something like that. But again, the total looks a touch low. I like the Clippers. And there's a little bit of value there. Put the two together and it looks like a really nice spot for a Clippers team total over 114 and a half, 115. Anything in that range looks pretty good. Um, you know, maybe the Lakers find a way to score some tonight, keep this game a little bit close, but Clippers probably roll and put up a really big number. So I'll just take the team total instead of trying to lay the spread where, um, again, the number looks closer to right than wrong there. And I use that too. I don't know what to bet in the NBA, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm okay, Wait I'm, till my hockey yeah. handicap. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine, I already told – Dan's is more sound than mine probably, but um, – there is a Thursday night game. We are going to look at it. We talked about it on the deep dive. If you missed that last night, go check it out. It was a nice, tidy 120, which is shorter than Use Your Illusion 1, which got uh, visited last night. We went deep into some GNR talk. for. I don't know what happened. It's usually my analogies that end us, end us up on some of these real weird tangents. But regardless, we didn't bet this game. A lot of injuries. We weren't super sure uh, on the quarterback last night. It is going to be Andy Dalton. Arizona is getting uh, DeAndre Hopkins back. They're bringing in uh, Robbie Anderson from the Panthers. There's still quite a few injuries. Marcus Lattimore, notably for the Saints defense. Saints are missing basically all their receivers except the rookie, Olave. Um, Juwan, Je- Juwan Jennings will play, I guess. But uh, there's a lot of injuries. Juwan Jennings is the San Francisco 49er. Okay. Juwan. <laughs> who, who's the, the tight who's end? The Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson. There you go. Juwan Jennings is a whole different person. Kyle says he'll be at the game tonight. Well, if, there's a, if there was any, if you needed any more reason as a season ticket holder to stay home, there you go, guys. <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of injuries in this game. We didn't get involved to understand the steam on Arizona, but it's not as if the the New Orleans Saints were unable to score with the backups the last couple of weeks. So haven't been able to make sense. Didn't bet this game. I'm just going to 
go tickle your first touchdown props. I don't have any bets on this one. That does feel like a sneaky Thursday night game. We'll see. Um, the New Orleans defense is solid. The Arizona offense has been really bad. So hopefully we'll see some scoring tonight. I think we'll get at least one touchdown, me knocking on wood, because I think last time I said that didn't go so well. Um, no. Just five plays tonight. Again, the board's really top-heavy here. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins in his first game of the year is the favorite to score the first touchdown, closely followed by Alvin Kamara. One of those numbers makes sense to me. The other one is a little bit head-scratching. not sure why Hopkins deserves um, that much space. And since they don't know which Arizona running back is going to be playing tonight, they both have the same odds at the top of the board. I love bookmakers. That's really fun of them to um, kind of hose us like that. I was hoping for a, a decent number on Eno Benjamin. Um thinking maybe he'd be the backup and we'd get ahead of that, but nothing there. Again, Alave is still on the board, uh, but going to start even with some smaller numbers again than usually I look at. Start with Taysom Hill, 10 to 1. I don't know what you call him, a tight end. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe we'll call him a halfback. Is halfback still a position? I miss still halfback. Still position, yeah. Something like that, yeah. Uh, just a kind of a athlete. gadget player, if you will. Yeah, athlete. Um, they use him a ton to run the ball, to throw the ball, to catch the ball when they get around the red zone. Um, the most consistent target share, the most consistent um, amount of rushes of any player on this team, especially when you get to the red zone, is Taysom Hill. 10 to 1 is a really nice number. I would have that closer to 8, maybe even 7, if I'm being honest. Kyler Murray hasn't run in one yet, and I continue to bet this number, you know, at double digits or better. Um, you know, last couple seasons, if you look pretty close, honestly, to what well, like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen do in terms of rushing one in. Uh, it might just be kind of a change in the offense. I'm not sure, but happy to still bet him at 11 to one. He continues to um, honestly lead this team in, in rush attempts and things close to the red zone, um, given honestly how little success they've had and some inconsistency at the running back position. But really like him at 11 to one, one of the better rushing quarterbacks. Zach Ertz, 13 to one, top target share, top red zone target share for this uh, Cardinals team. Just does incredibly well in the red zone every year. Scores a bunch of touchdowns. And this matchup is a little tough for him. The Saints generally do well, honestly, against tight ends. But happy to take him at 13-1. to 1. Should be closer to 10. Jawan Johnson, who we talked about. Um, Adam Trapman's out. So the tight end, if you will, um, for the New Orleans Saints should be Jawan Johnson. And the Cardinals suck rocks when it comes to guarding tight ends. Um, give up a bunch of touchdowns, a ton of yards. Um, play some Juwan Johnson props. I'll talk about another one in a second, but first touchdown at 23 to one. That one's on prop builders. So um, you got to have some offshores or a PPH to get that one at 23 to one, but anything 18 or better, which you should be able to find looks like a great bet. And Andy Dalton, he's been locked in a quarterback 40 to one um, rushes a lot more than I think people give him credit for. And uh, given the saints desire to just kind of spread the ball around near the red zone, happy to take him at a big number. So just a five pack for us tonight. Just five light, light. Uh, maybe I'll bet him a little heavier. You might as I think well. I, got, I think I got syrup in my beard. Let's see. Now, so, got the equinox parlays here. I can see what's coming. Now, how many? Right. Uh, let's be honest. How many of these legs are you really confident about? I, all four. <laughs> all four for sure. Because, well, let's say the hockey one is probably. My least confident, I guess. Kings, Pens. Even though you're from Minnesota, you've never seen a hockey game. I, I've been to one wild game. I'm going to one this winter in Chicago. I owe that to Matt. But uh, Kings, Pens, over six. I bought a half goal here. The is scoring up. The whole damn board was six and a half. 
what happened to five and a half guys? I guess uh, I guess the goalies have smaller gloves or something's going on. But regardless, I bought this down to six because I'm a coward. But all I did was look up, <laughs> hey, who has the most shots on goal this year per game so far? And I picked a couple of teams that in the top ten that play each other. That's my hockey handicap. Um, don't know how good their defenses are. Don't know how good their goalies are. Not super sure about their skaters. Uh, the puck is smaller this year. I think Patrick's just yanking my chain on that one. But Kings pens over six is like minus 170. I put that in here. Um, Bucks 76ers over 223. Get back spot for my 76ers and the Bucks. The Bucks are my one of my favorite teams in the East, too. So um, I, I, I'm i just going to talk like you. I'm gonna pretend I just love the optimism of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can't get this below 226, guys. That's that's what noobs would say. I don't actually have an NBA model. But again, some smart people are betting this over. I trust them. And I wanted to bet all overs in this. It's become my thing. If I'm making dumb bets like Champions League, it's not going to be an under, guys. So Yankees, Strohs already talked about that. Frambler, hopefully the midnight Frambler gets roughed up a little bit. And then Olave over. 58.5 receiving yards coming back as thickly your only healthy receiving option throughout the course of the year. He's had some good games. I want to say he's topped this three out of four uh, in the games that he's played. So I think he's good for it, especially as the only option, especially if we get in a game state where the Saints are trailing a little. And yes, it is the sports equinox. If you don't know what that is, it is the first day of the fall where we have all four major sports playing on the same day. You are legally required to put in a parlay like this. Mine plays plus nine sixty, And really, I don't think any of this, if you're do, you know, if you listen to this in podcast form or you, you catch it later on in the day, I don't think any of this is very soon. The hockey game doesn't start until seven. No, it's all night football, stuff. Football and base. Yeah, this is all night stuff. So you have lots of time. I'm going to post this on Twitter. I'd love to see what you guys come up with. Uh, you can drop them in the YouTube uh, comment section as well. And Noops, Noops is going money lines. Money lines. That's, uh, I tried to find a way to get this up. And again, when you don't know really what you're doing, sometimes just take a big number because the Astros, they look really good. Uh, we'll see if the Yankees can bounce back. I just I see a lot of people that I like in baseball. They're back in the Astros more in futures markets. They took them to win this series here and again. Um, looks like it's a really tough spot for the Yankees. So I'm going to take the Astros money line. And then my hockey strategy, Andy, was quite simply, who's the biggest hockey favorite? Um, and this Rangers team, from what I understand, is pretty good. The San Jose Sharks team is pretty bad. And they are from California. And it's got to be tough to come all the way over to the East Coast and play a good hockey team. Boy, doesn't that sound... Actually, probably Rangers are sell. good, aren't they? Like the Rangers you could clip are that legitimate. and sell it on TikTok if I sold it, yeah. said it with more excitement. But um, <laughs> Rangers money line. Hey, I talked about the Clippers. I think they rolled the Lakers tonight. Give me the Clippers money line. And Jawan Johnson, that'll be the big number here. Anytime touchdown score, that's like plus 350. Um, expect... Andy Dalton to continue to throw to the middle of the field, to tight ends and things like that. Should be a great opportunity tonight against the Arizona Cardinals. So once we catch all those money lines, we can sweat that Jawan Johnson uh, touchdown. Yeah, that'd be fun. Have him anytime touchdown score at like 14 to 1. Even more. I, can dig it. I guess the Clippers game is later, so we'll still have to sweat the Clippers after that. But I don't think it'll be that much of a, a sweat. Lakers are terrible. The Rangers are great. 
happy equinox to all who celebrate. We wish you lots of joy and luck. And man, I'm just bound to. Thanks for watching. We hope you give a fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I kind of led myself right into having to end the poem with an F word, you guys, which really threw me for a loop. You can see my brain saying, do I say it? Do I, do I drop a swear? But no, uh, happy Thursday. Happy Equinox. Enjoy football. Drew and I will be there for halftime. Be cheering for these first touchdown scores. And basically that's it, guys. And Olave, I guess. And I know some people that have Juwan Johnson uh, overs on their uh, – uh, what yeah, receiving yardage? That was a fun. Mm -hmm. I know a couple guys, Slop and uh, Darren, have that. So maybe I'll play a couple props in that too. So we will catch you guys Friday, Super Show Friday.